0: Six thirty, Chad afternoons with Jalen Nye, weekdays at two on Six Thirty, Chad. This study caught my eye and uh, wanted to dial up the person behind it. This new study shows anxiety from the pandemic has resulted in unethical behaviors in the workplace. What does that all mean? Let's find out with Ryerson University's Dr. Annika Hillebrandt, who is one of the studies co-author. Annika, welcome to the show. Yes, hi, thank you. All right. How did you get people to fess up to, to, to doing unethical things at work?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Uh, but keeping things very anonymous. So our surveys were just, you know, sent out there. We told people this will not be reported to anyone. You're completely anonymous. Uh, we're separating your demographics from everything else.
0: Nobody will find out. All right. So, but this research, so how, what did you originally start looking into? And I think it led to this or the hand in hand.
1: Yeah, so I've been studying unethical workplace behavior for for years before the pandemic hit. Um, and then when the pandemic happened, my co-author uh, Laurie Barclay and I were very interested in you know how can the p- pandemic influence behaviors at work. And we already knew from some other literature that when people feel very anxious, they can become more focused on themselves. Right, you start being more protective of yourself. You start looking for things to enhance your own interests. Um, so we had seen that, for example, before in the context of air pollution. We knew from other research that if there's lots of air pollution, people become more anxious and crime rates go up in areas with air pollution as well. So I thought, you know, maybe something like this could also happen in, in workplaces.
0: So, I, I'm curious to you know, because we know during the pandemic that a lot of folks were working from home. When we talk about workplaces, did, do, do, do we mean that people who were still in the office, people who were working from home, or both?
1: Both. We, did, we studied both. Uh, we had one study with only you know, what we considered essential workers, people who had to go in every day. But we also studied it with people working from home, and it just happened across the board, really so what were what what did people report what were they doing
0: technically unethical mm-hmm.
1: yeah there you know as far as workplace misconduct goes these are relatively minor behaviors so there may be things like reporting more hours than you actually worked pretending that you're sick for the day and staying home or just not working or maybe adding some more expenses to your expense reports that you did not actually incur so those kind of behaviors that are you know that benefit the individual but they can be quite costly for the employer, especially when lots of people engage in them.
0: But, you know, you mentioned those things, you know, reporting more work hours, pretending to be sick, maybe adding a little expense in here or there. How is that different from prior to the pandemic? I mean, to me, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I think we've all heard of... Or at, we've heard allegations, let's put it that way, of that happening in workplaces
1: yep. s- since the end of time, the beginning of time. You are, yeah, you're absolutely right. These are very, very common behaviors and people have always engaged in them. And it's, you know, it's not just a few people who do it, it's more lots of people doing it to a small extent. <laughs> uh, but what the pandemic did is really enhance these behaviors. So we see a lot more of it. And it seems to be really driven by anxiety to a large extent for people. It's just, you know they can get away with it they're actually unconsciously doing things that benefit them um to alleviate some of the anxiety they're looking out for themselves more even when they hurt their employer
0: you touched on on the fact obviously that this can and does hurt uh employers the businesses mm-hmm. that these people uh the companies that these work for i mean can you uh, can you tally like the the impact to the businesses from things like this
1: uh, it's hard for me for me to tell from my research yeah there has been other research that has okay. looked at so you know the, the, the total amount uh, and they're enormous amounts I, um, I, f- I can't really put a dollar amount on it but it really adds up quite quickly I yes.
0: find it fascinating that you study unethical behaviors in workplaces I think that that's a that's that's a really really interesting um, area of,
1: of study it is very fascinating. And one thing that we're also trying to focus on, of course, is you know what can uh, organizations, companies do to yeah. overcome some of these effects, right? How can you counter these effects? And what did you find? Um, yeah, so we found what's quite interesting is that there are some really cheap um, and easy things that companies can do. So, for example, one thing companies can do is uh, send more pro-social messages to their employees. These are things like, the employees that you know we recognize that these are very difficult times but you're making such an impact on other people you know your work is really important you're benefiting your community you're benefiting other people um out there so to draw people's or employees attention away from themselves and recognizing that you know the work that they do has a positive impact on other people to kind of broaden their focus again That seems to be one way that seems quite effective
0: well it would seem to me that that would be just um, good uh, workplace behavior from a management standpoint right to be putting out those sorts of messages on a regular basis
1: absolutely it has all kinds of benefits yes if they become more engaged they feel recognized Absolutely. As long as they,
0: as long as they, they as long as they feel that the bosses and management and the company means it right. I mean you can yeah. you can you can talk the talk, but you have to walk the walk.
1: Absolutely, and also you know it's important that you're not asking people to do even more, mm-hmm. right? It's more recognizing them for the things that they're already doing, as opposed to asking them to do even more. And when times are already difficult.
0: Well, you know what? Uh, I've said it a, a zillion times over the past couple of years that we're going to be studying the impacts of the pandemic on so many different areas of our lives for years, if not decades to come. And so this was another little fascinating snapshot. Thank you for shedding some light on it. Appreciate it. You're very welcome. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Take care. Dr. Annika Hillebrand joining me this afternoon who is, um, she's at uh, Ryerson University, studies on ethical behaviors in workplace. Interesting. And because she says, you know, really it's it's about um, stress and anxiety that was related to it and um, not necessarily a conscious decision to do it because i read the report a little bit more it wasn't a conscious decision to do this but more of a unconscious act aimed at protecting yourselves she said that um in the report that when when people were anxious about their jobs they would tend to turn and focus on themselves and not worry about the effects of what they were doing on others interesting stuff oh yeah